This podcast was first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South community access radio station. For more information on Fresh FM, as well as links to other great local podcasts, go on our website freshfm.net or download the accessmedia.nz app. Well, here we are lounging at the Gecko. Kia ora, Ted. Kia ora. How are you today? I'm great. I've just been in to see, as you know, yes. a second time to see the father. Which you guys have missed because there was only two screenings and that was the last one. Yeah. Uh, however, we are carrying on with our Audience Pick Festival and this week the two movies you can watch as part of this uh, Audience Pick Festival, which I remind you is a selection of our audience's favorite Gecko films of 2021. This week we have Cousins and Dating Amber. And I have seen those two as well. And they're both great films. They really are. You know, when we were talking about um, this Audience Pick, when we did our pre-records for Christmas, yes. um, it's incredible the number of people that um, you know, voted for their dif the different films, yeah. and how many of them, obviously, because they're on the list, found these to be the greatest. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And I must say, I was I was pleased with my audience's choice. Yeah. Um, if I if I was my selection, there might be a few different ones, but um, to be fair, there are no bad movies in that list. No, None, not at all. Really, they're all they're all great, and they are they're quite various as well. You know, there's all sorts. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you haven't had the chance to see Cousins, Ted's going to tell you what that's about. So Cousins is a time transcending Maori drama based on Patricia Grace's novel about three cousins who were separated by circumstances. Uh, it is rated PG for some offensive language, and it has an impressive rating of hundred percent fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Whoa. Which is very, very, very rare. That's incredible. And not surprising. No, not surprising. Great film. No. So if you haven't seen it, you're going to have two chances. That's right. Uh, on Saturday the 15th at 3.30 and then on Tuesday the 18th at 7 p.m. Yeah. Those are your two, uh, two chances to watch it on the big screen again. Mm. Uh, or for the first time if you haven't seen it yet. Yeah. And uh, Dating Amber, which is the other one part of our Audience Speak Festival. Um, so this one is an Irish comedy drama uh, rated R16 for sex scenes, sexual content, drug use and offensive language. And uh, the story is as follows. To stop everyone speculating about their sexuality, Eddie and Amber take a relationship, uh, fake, sorry, a relationship together in this comedic Irish tale set in the 1990s. It's really good. It is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Highly rated. Yeah. It's fun, but it's also meaningful. Uh, yes. And it's quite uh, impressive to see well along where we've gone in 20 or well, 30 years, I guess now. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. In terms of acceptability. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it's quite like here in Ireland, but I'm sure it's improved. <laughs> yeah. Well, Catholics in Ireland and all of those yeah. things I guess yeah. but yeah definitely I mean I guess there probably still are at some levels those that fake relationships to right. just yeah. not be picked on yeah but now we've got such a we, we've got such a wide range of sexuality that's right mm. um um 
I mean, obviously, there's there are still bigots out there. Yes, they still exist. <laughs> they do. Um, but luckily, they seem to be dwindling in numbers. Yes, I was going to say something different to that, but that's a nice way to put it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to ask. No. <laughs> and so probably not suitable for radio. <laughs> right. Well, unless we had a very late night show, but that's not the case. Yes. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, and so, dating Amber is screening on Sunday the sixteenth at three p.m. And on Wednesday the 19th at 7 p.m. And I'd like to remind you guys that uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, all tickets are just $14. So if uh, you're a bit short of cash at the moment but really want to watch movies, Tuesday, Wednesdays are, are discounted. It's just 14 bucks. Perfect. Uh, rest of the week is 17 which is not that much either. But, no. But still, every penny counts. It does. It really does. Then what else have we got? So we've got a new film starting as well as part of our regular screenings and it's a romantic comedy. It's called The Hating Game, which mm. the title doesn't sound that <laughs> funny or anything, uh, but I'll, I'll, I'll read you the, the little synopsis and you'll understand why it's called like that. Resolving to achieve professional success without compromising her ethics, Lucy embarks on a ruthless game of one-upmanship against cold and efficient nemesis Joshua, a rivalry, a rivalry that is complicated by her growing attraction to him. Uh, it is directed by uh, Peter Hutchings and based on the novel of the same name by Sally Thorne. Uh, so this romantic comedy is rated M for sex scenes, sexual references, offensive language. And it comes from the USA. Now, it starts on Thursday the 13th at uh, 7.30. It's also playing at 7.30 on Friday the 14th and Saturday the 15th. Then on Sunday at 5 p.m. and on Wednesday the 19th at 4.30. Great. And I've seen the shorts for that. It looks like it will be great. It should be fun. Yeah, it looks fun. I think so. Uh, I haven't managed to watch it yet. I'm going to try and watch it before the, the premiere. Um, which is absolutely irrelevant of me to say that, but anyway, I said you, it. <laughs> if you watch it, then you can have conversations about it with your audience, audience, yeah. when they come out. Or if you don't watch it, you can try to get the gist of it from the conversations you have with That's your audience. Very true. Yeah. But um, as some of you, well, the, all of you who come know that I introduced the movie. It's a bit challenging to introduce a movie if you haven't seen it. Um, <laughs> yeah, good point. So if. Generally, if I don't manage to watch the movie beforehand, I read, I read you know, multiple reviews, good and bad, to get a, a, a fair idea of what it's like. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, tonight in the theatre, it was interesting, just as you said that, about um, how you give a bit of a um, you know, narrative about the movie. Yeah. There were three people that I sat close to who were from up north. Yeah. And after you did your, um, your spiel... And then talked about the temperature and the blankies and all of the things. And after you walked out and shut the door, they went, wow, that was really nice. <laughs> That's so cool. I've never had that happen before. And uh, it was quite cute as well when she came out and said how posh her uh, joy bar was <laughs> because it's served on a plate with a napkin. And to me, that is, that's not really posh, but I guess compared to your average cinema it's quite posh <laughs> well compared to your average cinema that has pre-rolled ice cream sitting in a freezer for who knows how many days oh and those cardboard co cardboard uh -huh. cones yes oh, I those. yes same <laughs> so not that we're dissing that because that's that's their jam but your jam is the amazing ice cream i had maple and walnut tonight mm -mm. beautiful mm. 
Yes, uh, stop it, you're making my mouth water. <laughs> <laughs> very lovely. Where does that ice cream come from? Uh, that's a very good question. I think. What brand is it? I think it's Killing Key Gold. It's oh, definitely yeah. New Zealand made. Yes. It's either Killing Key Gold or Chateau. Okay, beautiful. Um, that's, yeah. the, that's the two brands we usually go for. Nice. Um, and it's real. Yeah, it's definitely real ice cream mm. with real cream. Um, exactly. But if you're, da- if you're dairy intolerant or have an issue with dairy, we also have some very tasty sorbets. Yes, uh, I we saw have that. A, a berry sorbet and a mango sorbet. I'm going to try the sorbet next time. They're which, nice. Which will probably um, be next nice. week. Yeah, more than likely. <laughs> yeah. You're here most weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm happy to say I am. All right, let's Good keep going. So what else? What else? <laughs> uh, so what's finishing this week is bestsellers. Uh, starring Michael Ken and Aubrey Plaza. Uh, Bestsellers is playing on Friday and Saturday at 5.30 and then a final screening on Sunday the 16th at 7pm. That also was a fantastic film. Yeah, I must say I was pleasantly surprised. Um, from the trailer, I was a bit worried that it was going to be just, you know, fluffy and, and a bit meaningless. But um, the characters were really well developed. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, good background to them. Uh, interesting sp- personal stories for both of them yeah uh, and the chemistry between Michael and Replaza was great um, oh it totally was really worked off each other yeah um, they really did Michael Caine was really good I love him anyway but but yeah he was so really excellent yeah. in that and I must say I love her too I think yes. she's, she's she's great yes um, she deserves to do uh, more big roles uh, so anyway, that is rated M for offensive language and runs for an hour and 40 minutes and in case you forgot or don't know what it's about it is uh, the story of Lucy Stanbridge played by Aubrey Plaza who has inherited her father's publishing house and the ambitious will be editor has nearly sunk it with failing titles however she discovers she is owed a book by Harris Shaw played by Michael Ken a reclusive cantankerous booze adult author who originally put the company on the map decades earlier and that's its own little story there all by itself. Yes. Yes. His we're not going to give stuff. much no, we're away. Not. But uh, no. it's, yeah. yeah. Very, and I, very good. And I really appreciated how it's not just all given away at once. You know, you discover more of the story, pieces of the puzzle all the way through till pretty much the very end. Yep, it is. Um, it, it keeps you watching. It keeps you interested. Yeah. 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 It's very um, good. For some weird reason, uh, it doesn't have very high ratings. Uh, that's mostly from critics. But like, if you actually read audience reviews compared to critics' reviews, totally different kettle of fish. Crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it's weird. Sometimes yeah. it matches, you know, critics yeah. and audiences, but sometimes it just doesn't. And it's almost like they're a little bit too... I was going to say up themselves, but that's probably not the right term. But a little bit too elitist i guess yeah and michael kane has always been deemed as a um, b-grade actor anyway but he's not which i find that very unfair same here <laughs> but i guess it's because he came out at the same time as sean connery right. and that whole genre and so he was always in the movies that were a little bit quirky yeah not mainstream and so i think that's probably why he mm. was categorized that way but to me, he's always been fantastic. He's great. He's yeah. great. No, I really like him. Yeah. And, and he does not disappoint in no, uh, bestsellers. No, not at all. No. Then what else have we got? We've got two other films. We've got Petite Maman, which... Oh, oh, 
Oh, <laughs> I love that film. It's uh, it's a very unusual film, um, but it's fantastic. It's it's a fantasy slash drama. Um, it is rated PG. Uh, it is French, and it's directed by Celine, written and directed by Celine Siama, who was the uh, writer director of Portrait of a Lady on Fire, uh, Tomboy, Girlhood. Um, so the last, the previous movie she made was Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which was her first film in English, and she's gone back to uh, French this time. Uh, and it tells the story of an eight-year-old girl called Nelly and her fantastical journey after the death of her beloved grandmother. Um, they go back to the grandmother's house to clear it out because uh, she's passed away, and uh, while helping her mother um, clear out the childhood home, she begins to explore the surrounding woodland and encounters a strangely familiar girl her own age. And I don't want to give too much away, but it goes from there and it's just a delight. It's... I'm still lost for words. It's really hard to talk about because it's so unusual and I don't want to spoil it, so I don't want to give yeah. too much away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's whimsical, it's fantasy and yet it's shot in a very realistic way and I love that contrast uh, it really works yeah um, I remember seeing the shorts of it and thinking that that it's it's like um, fantastical but definitely in a now setting yeah 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 totally yeah uh, and the so there's there's twins playing the two girls they're great they're really great obviously being twins they definitely have chemistry yes <laughs> of course uh, yeah and yeah and great soundtrack very sparse but when the soundtrack hits it's look i'm getting goosebumps, goosebumps. <laughs> it's just yep. i don't know just come and watch it um it has been uh, deemed one of the best films on 2021 by many 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 critics Awesome. Uh, including the Guardian newspaper in the UK. Wow. Which is quite a prestigious yeah. newspaper. Yeah. Um, and it is playing quite a few times. It's playing on Friday 14th at 6pm, Saturday 15th at quarter past 8 in the evening, obviously. And on Sunday at 3.30 and 5.30 and one more screening on Tuesday the 18th at 7.30pm. And is that carrying on the following week? Yeah. Uh, yes. yes. It will f- probably finish the following week. Because that's yeah. m- that's my next movie. That's my next movie to come to. Right. So I'll come next week or at the weekend. Even. Yeah, and then we can talk about it properly. Yeah, we can. <laughs> I can't wait. And then there's one more film still playing, which is uh, One Second, uh, which shame on me, I still haven't managed to watch. To watch, sorry. Uh, however, I'm getting rather good feedback. Um, there's been very, very few people for it, which is a, a little bit sad, but... Um, so it is filmmaker Song Yim Mu. Sorry about my Chinese pronunciation. I really have no idea how to pronounce it. Mm. Um, so it's his film who ironically salutes the movies and their fervent audiences during China's cultural revolution, um, which uh, took place between 1966 and 1976. Um, it's the story of a movie fan in a remote farmland who strikes a relationship with a homeless female vagabond. 
Now, the, there's some really interesting things about this film, even though I've not seen it. I've read quite a lot of um, reviews and articles. Um, one fascinating thing is the film was supposed to premiere at the Berlin Film Festival. It was pulled out for the official version is technical difficulties or technical issues. The real story is um, Chinese government pulled it out for censorship and uh, required the filmmaker to do changes to the movie. Wow. Uh, yeah. So some of the scenes that were taken out, we'll never know. Yeah. However, it's done something very obvious and very, um, very clear. Uh, he was required to add an ending to the film. However, it is, I've been told by audiences that it's very clear where the film was supposed to actually end. Um, so that's, you know, he's managed to somehow, you know, well, not pass the senses, but still get his message across. Well, lucky. That shows a good um, job on his yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a brilliant director. Uh, he's the director who did um, Raise the Red Lantern, which I'm sure not many people have seen being a Chinese film from the 80s. But um, if you come across it, and you like international movies, watch it. It's it's really yeah, good. Very good. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, one second is playing on Friday fourteenth at eight p.m. Saturday fifteenth at four and six p.m. Sunday the sixteenth at seven thirty and on Wednesday the nineteenth at six thirty. Great. And we probably should stop there because we are. Yeah. We're being quite long. I'll just give you a little heads up on what's starting next week. So next week, as part of our Audience Peak Festival, we'll have Minamata and Blackbird, two more great films. And we'll be starting a documentary called Mothers of the Revolution, which, which tells the story of one of the longest protests in history, when between 1981 and 2000s, thousands of women from around the world came together at Greenham Common to take a committed stand against nuclear proliferation. I just saw the shorts of that again today with, yeah. with that movie. It will be very, very good. Yes, I hope so. Uh, and the director, um, I think it's Briar Large. Don't quote me on that, I might be wrong. But she's a New Zealand director and she made a documentary uh, a while ago called... Uh, there once was an island, yeah. which was about uh, the disappearance of an island in the Pacific, which was just being wow. swallowed by the sea, rising yes. sea, uh, which was fantastic. Yeah, quite stunning. Sorry. As you can hear, yeah, we've got the phone. phone ringing. I'm sorry. Because we're <laughs> sitting in reception tonight at the Gecko Theatre. Yes. So we're, you know, we get around. Just for a change. Yeah, we get around. I like the sound of your phone. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Hope it wasn't too annoying for you, listeners. But hey, <laughs> that's the quirkiness of the Gecko Theatre. Yeah, stuff happens. Yeah, sure does. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, it's been a while since we've done one of these, yes, hasn't it? It's um, been a few weeks. We're not as concise as we usually. <laughs> I can see the clock going. We're nearly at twenty minutes. Now. Well, yeah, we better stop because yeah, otherwise stop. Matt and Max it's, will it's like, be like, oh, shut up. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Anyway, we hope that you had a fantastic Christmas and New Year break. And Happy New Year to everyone. Yeah, Happy New Year. And um, make sure you get down to the gecko. Yes, the aircon is cranked up. It's nice and cool in here. Yeah. And, of course, if you want to book... Email us, gecko.theatre at extra.co.nz. We are operating under the uh, traffic light system. Vax pass are required. If you're unvaccinated, you can hire the gecko. Just email the same email address to uh, inquire, gecko.theatre at extra.co.nz. Perfect. And there's Facebook, so go and like 
Facebook because that's where you get to um, see what's actually going on and have a chance to speak about the movies that you enjoy and things that you like. Yes. And also YouTube. Go and look up Gecko Theatre on YouTube. You'll find them by the uh, Black Gecko. That's right. Um, and you can see all the trailers for the current films, what's coming up, and also uh, quite an extensive list of what we have played in the past. Perfect. That is wonderful. Thank you, Ted. You're welcome. Talk soon. Absolutely. Okay. Ka kite. Ciao. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast available by funding the Access Media Project. Other great podcasts from Fresh FM are available through the accessmedia.nz app or our website freshfm.net.